So, good afternoon, uh, gentlemen. So, I'm delighted to be here in the uh, Silver String offices in Bloxham to talk about um, uh, a, a particular use case, which is disaster recovery, and um, and why is this so prevalent in the IBM cloud? So, I'm joined today by um, by Steve Miller from uh, Silver String and Neil Taylor from IBM. So, welcome, gentlemen. Um, so, let me start with you, Steve. Steve, can you can you give me a perspective, please, on on what you're seeing and why um, disaster recovery is such a prevalent use case um, in the context of cloud, please. Hi, Lucas. Um, yeah, it's one of those things, I think, where basically um, backup and recovery, it has the potential to um, be disrupted and the, the market paradigm has the opportunity to get shifted. And I think historically, um, as you'll know, a lot of companies have done their disaster recovery by decamping to a physical off-premise data center for a week or two weeks, maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, and recovering what systems they can in that limited time slot. And, you know, from a logistical point of view, it's really complicated because you've got to take a, you know, your IT resources, you've got to take them off site. From a monetary point of view, you've got a load of resource sitting around doing nothing for 50 weeks a year, just waiting for something to go wrong. Um, and, you know, from a business point of view, it's not the best way of doing things. And I, I think a cloud solution where you can do that disaster recovery in the cloud means that you can scale up and scale down at will. So it gives you the potential to do testing at any point throughout the year. Um, you know, when you don't need that kit, you can switch it off. If you get a new workload in, you can do a pretty quick disaster recovery of that workload. And then it means that you're in a much better position if you do have an emergency, that you you know what you're going to do, you've got the processes already built, and you've got an environment that can scale up as you see fit. As you know, um, IBM Cloud is pretty good for scaling up. If the workload increases, then the resource that you throw at it can, and that's something that you don't tend to get with a third-party data center. Oh, great! That, that that that's really interesting, Steve. I think I I hear a lot of those themes. Um, so, Neil, how does um, IBM Cloud? In particular fit into this story and where where do you see um ibm cloud in the context of those things that steve just mentioned yeah so so i i see um exactly the same uh, sort of use cases uh, with the clients that, that i deal with uh, and you know they're, 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 they're the business model that's behind the ibm cloud the fact is that you're sort of renting um the, the capabilities when you need them um you can have a you know a small footprint of uh, equipment there sort of permanently um, to, to, to create that platform for your disaster recovery. Uh, and then you expand that out as you do your testing, um, as you do your uh, invocations. So therefore you're only paying for all that infrastructure um, uh, when you need it. So from a, you know, a whole cost perspective, it's, it's uh, uh, you know, a very much a cheaper way of, of doing it. Now, you know, one of the, um, the sort of blocks I think that we've had around just using IBM Cloud is that a lot of clients out there, you know, have sort of mixed infrastructures. So it's not necessarily all VMware, it's not all virtual machines, um, but, you know, they have, uh, you know, power-based systems. So while it's been very easy to have, you know, DR systems uh, in the past based on, on, on VMware, um, that, you know, what happens to their, their power systems? And now we've introduced, you know, power systems into the IBM cloud. It's possible now to have both, you know, VMware-based VMs and uh, power LPARs 
uh, both within the same DR infrastructure. And you know, as the um, uh, power cloud gets rolled out to more and more data centers uh, within the next 12 months in IBM Cloud, um, you know, I think that we'll see more and more use cases of it um, initially uh, for that d disaster recovery capability. Great, yeah, I think I think that makes a lot of sense, and particularly this um, this scale up, scale down, and, and and in particular the 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 trend in the marketplace that seems that the clients are moving away from capex based infrastructure investments to to much more operational expenditure where whereby they can consume these, this infrastructure by the by the month or by the day or by the hour. So, so, yeah. so certainly that's that, I think that's a, that's a common theme. So it's good to hear that Neil, particularly around the the mixed infrastructure. So Steve, how how can um, how can Silverstring help here then? What, what in, in the context of what Neil's just said? Yeah, so there's a couple of things that Silverstring does. So we have um, we've got multi-tenanted backup environments sitting in the cloud. So rather than having to provision uh, their own backup environment, a customer can take advantage of using our backup environment that's already there. And then if um, if they suddenly need to send more workload, then obviously we can scale it up on their behalf. They don't have to worry about doing that. So that's a more responsive system. It's a more scalable system and it can deal with multiple customers at a time. Um, with regards to power, obviously, as Neil said, as, as that gets rolled out, um, across the uh, IBM data center estate, then we'll look to take up advantage of that. We see that we've got predator orchestration, which allows for automated um, service catalog based recovery in our environment in IBM Cloud. And the, the plan, the roadmap is that as power gets rolled out, then we will integrate that so that if customers are backing um, an AIX workload up to our um, backup environment in IBM Cloud, we will help them orchestrate recoveries of that. So we'll provision the Power VM um, and we'll kick off the recovery as well so that they've got their data as ready as quickly as they can. I, I do think you're right. I think that the, um, the Power VM um, opportunity in IBM Cloud basically opens up, you know, whole new um, customer opportunities. There's, there's a lot of workloads sitting in data centers across the uh, across the UK and across the world that basically people aren't looking at moving to cloud because there hasn't been an enterprise solution for them and I do think Power VM offers that opportunity. No that's great I, I certainly I certainly see that and um, I think from a uh, from an architecture perspective it makes a lot of sense to me to to uh, to see multiple environments and and if you've got as Neil said a VMware environment or a power environment and um, the, the, the principle of a single place to access that um, from from a single console um, in this case cloud.ibm.com and or you know from from your interface is, is is very powerful particularly when you only want small um, small workloads from from a DR perspective so so so, so yeah that makes a lot of sense um, Neil can you talk to me a bit more about the um, the flexibility and scalability of this environment. So, you know, is this is this something that's available um, worldwide? Is it, is, it, is it something that's just just lo located in the UK? What, what what's the scalability of this of this uh, service, please? So, from the VMware and IBM Cloud perspective, um, we're um, uh, available in uh, most of the uh, data centers that we have in the in IBM Cloud, and that's sort of approaching sort of sixty plus. Uh, data centers now, um, so you know you can you can um, order your um, your instances in in those data centers. Um, we're doing a lot of focus at the moment around those data centers and, and grouping them into these multi-zone regions. 
so we can have even higher um, availability um, that are grouping together a number of those data centers that are very close together with high-speed networks um, and that you know from your, the size of your instance so you, we have a minimum size of um, three hosts um, from about there you can scale up uh, to um, 64 uh, hosts in a cluster and then you can have multiple um, uh, host, uh, multiple clusters within your instance and then you can have multiple instances so you, you know it, the, the the scalability of, of the offering it, you know goes from very small to you know extremely extremely large um, from a power perspective um, you know a power's just been recently introduced uh, and as the normal way on IBM cloud is that we introduce this into a few choice data centers and at the moment uh, we're uh, sort of limited to the, the data centers in Dallas but very quickly, um, the, the capabilities will move um, sort of worldwide and we'll have those more and more in the data centers and we'll get them sort of more in Europe uh, and then they'll spread more across into to the US and the other regions. Oh, great. So, so Steve, I think what we're hearing here is that IBM's got this very powerful um, infrastructure that's, that's, that's infinitely scalable with, with the ability to consume very very rapidly um, and and consume it by the hour or by the day, which is which is very attractive. But it sounds to me like Silverstring um, can complement that with 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 services, whether that be installation design services and professional services. So can you just 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 build on that a little bit for me? Yeah, of course. So Silverstring has probably about fifteen years pedigree delivering solutions um, around IBM Spectrum Protect. Um, obviously, those solutions started off off-premise in uh, data centers up and down the country, but over the last few years it's moved. So more and more of those are either um, actual backup solutions within IBM Cloud or uh, replication targets. So second copy, basically moving away from doing tape copies, having that second copy stored in IBM Cloud. We have solutions that take advantage of uh, IBM Cloud object storage. So, you know, if you've got some cold data sitting in your backup environment, then why don't you leverage cloud object storage to store that cold data it's much more cost effective and again it's very very scalable um, and as i said we've got our, our backup environments that sit in the cloud and the predator layer that sits over the top that lets you do that automated recovery testing so one of the things that we do with predator is we can basically say you know what we'll you can test 10 of your vms each week so maybe in week one, you want to test one application. In week two, test a different application. In week three, test a third application. So rather than waiting for your two weeks uh, where you do your DR test each year, you can be testing each individual application on a rolling basis throughout the year. So that if there is at some point during the year a problem, something happens to your workload that suddenly makes that data um, difficult to recover, then Predator and Silverstring will let you know about it as and when it happens rather than you having to wait until you all decamp to your off-premise data center. Great. It, it really sounds like an ideal combination here of IBM having this infrastructure and this, this the continued investment in this infrastructure as Neil stated with, with VMware and Power and all sorts of different environments there combined with the professional services capabilities here um, at Silverstring. That sounds like a very very, very powerful combination to me. So, um, so gentlemen, I'd, I'd like to uh, thank you for your time today. Um, I think it's been a very, very interesting um, whistle-stop tour of how IBM Cloud and Silverstream can work together in the context of, um, of a disaster recovery use case. So, um, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye.